Welcome to our third episode of the series on incentive policies by EY India Insights podcast. I'm your host Pankaj Surana, director with EY India's indirect tax practice based out of Ahmedabad. So last time we talked about state incentives available to tourism sector across various states. And today we are going to discuss on state incentives available in Gujarat across various sectors. So Gujarat is one of the preferred destinations when it comes to infrastructure, connectivity, single window, progressive policies, presence of gift city, and so on. So to discuss this topic in depth, we have our subject matter expert Bhavesh with us. Bhavesh is our indirect tax partner with EVA India, and he has a special focus on incentives and subsidies. And Bhavesh has assisted many companies in operating incentives across states and sectors. So welcome, Bhavesh, and thanks for being on the podcast again. Thank you, Pankaj, and it's great to be back on this series. So, Bhavesh, to start off, can you give a broad perspective about state incentives in Gujarat? Yes, certainly. So there are various policies in Gujarat when it comes to state incentives. And one has to select the right policy basis industry and sector. Like for manufacturing sector, there are policies which provide incentives like interest subsidy, refund of taxes, capital subsidy, and there are also sector-specific policies also in manufacturing. Further, there are separate policies for service sectors like tourism, IT, ITS, and additionally, there are various other policies also which go for research and development, industrial parks, etc. Oh, that's interesting for new and existing businesses proposing to invest in Gujarat. Can you briefly cover some of the key policies of the state? Certainly. So let's start with the Gujarat Atmanirbhar Scheme which is the scheme applicable to all manufacturing units, whether MSME, large or mega, under separate schemes and commencing production within the policy period. Now, new expansion units are eligible under the scheme subject to specified conditions. And there are also thrust sector prescribed where incentives are higher as compared to the general sector. Now, incentives available under the scheme depends upon the project location also, as the entire state is divided into three categories, basis the development in the taluka. So what are the larger incentives under scheme are the first one is a 7% interest subsidy on term loan for a specified period with the upper cap of 12% of eligible investment. The second one is interesting. This is 80 to 100% net SGST reimbursement for a specified period with the upper cap of 80% of eligible investment. The third one is a 100% reimbursement of employer's contribution under EPF for new employees subject to an upper cap. And the fourth and the last one is a 100% electricity duty exemption for five years as per the Electricity Duty Act. And typically electricity duty is 15% of the consumption charges. In addition to the aforesaid four what we saw, there are other incentives available also to specify to MSME and MEGA like stamp duty, etc. And if I talk procedurally, there are three applications to be filed under the scheme, which are a registration application, provisional eligibility, and final eligibility. And then the refund applications are to be filed on a quarterly basis. Thanks, Bhavesh. It appears that the scheme is very attractive for manufacturing units having term loan and higher local sales in Gujarat. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, maximum 80 to 90% of the eligible project cost can be claimed back as incentives depending upon the sector, location, local sales, term loan, etc. Oh, that's a good return on invest 
investment for the investors and becomes one of the key factors to be considered while setting up the project. Now, Bhavesh, can you tell us, uh, does sector-specific policies in Gujarat offer better incentives as compared to the Atmanirbhar scheme which we just discussed? Yes, Pankaj, and I'll give a very perspective here through one of the sector-specific policies for electronic products, which offers better incentives as compared to the Atmanirbhar scheme. So Gujarat electronics policy is applicable to new and existing units for production of specified electronic products. One of the key incentive available here is a 20% capital subsidy as percentage of the eligible investment with the upper cap of 200 crores. And there is also a 15% incremental capital subsidy for project above 1000 crores. The best part of the electronic policy as compared to the Atmanirbhar scheme is the year the investor would get a capital subsidy and the incentive is not depending on factors like a local sales in Gujarat or a term loan, which is in the case of an Atmanirbhar scheme. And in addition to the capital subsidy, which we discussed, there are other incentives available under electronic policy, which are refund of stamp duty, interest subsidy, EPF, etc. Oh, I must say this is a very attractive policy for manufacturing in electronic sector. Now, if we move to service sector, we have seen that off late states are also focusing on giving incentives to service sectors. So what is your experience on this sector in Gujarat? That's correct, Pankaj. And Gujarat is also promoting service sector by offering incentives to sector specific policies for IT, ITS and tourism. That's nice. And I have also heard that Gujarat has one of the best IT, ITS policies in India. Is it so? Yeah, that's correct, Pankaj. So correctly, currently, if we compare the IT-ITS policies across states, Gujarat IT-ITS is one of the best in the country just now. So the policy is applicable again to new and existing units undertaking expansions. Incentives under the IT-ITS policy are very unique as it offers a CAPEX support also and an OPEX support also. So there is a one-time capital subsidy of 25% as a percentage of eligible investment with an upper cap. And there is a 15% OPEX subsidy also for five years as a percentage of the eligible OPEX. Now, when we talk of eligible OPEX, it includes five expenses which are generally incurred by an IT, ITS sector, like lease rentals, bandwidth expenditure, cloud rental expenditure, power tariff, patent expenditure. So 15% of these expenses would be reimbursed back. And there is also an additional incentive for five years, which includes employment generation incentives, interest subsidy, EPF reimbursement, etc. Oh, I must say this is an extremely good policy for the IT sector in the state. And it also shows the intent of the state government to attract right talent and skills in the state. Absolutely. And Give City is a classic example of the same where many large companies have set up their operations. Yeah, true. And I guess there would be similar focus of the state on tourism sector also. How is Gujarat tourism policy? So Gujarat policy have also identified certain tourist locations like Statue of Unity, Dwarka for providing incentives to tourism projects set up across these areas. So tourism projects would include hotel, resorts, wellness resorts, theme park, both new as well as expansion projects are covered. Again, from an incentive perspective, the biggest positive of this policy is that it offers 20% capital subsidy to hotels and resorts and 15% capital subsidy to other projects like theme parks, etc. Now, capital subsidy would vary depending upon the star rating of the hotel. 
In addition to the capital subsidy, there's also reimbursement of stamp duty, registration fee, ED, and other smaller benefits as per the scheme. That's again an excellent policy, and it shows the broad perspective of the state government towards promoting various industries and sectors in the state. Indeed, Pankaj, yes. Uh, and I guess incentives would also come with its own conditions to be fulfilled, correct? Yes, so each of this policy has certain conditions to be fulfilled, like local employment related condition, operative period for commencing production, minimum number of years for which an eligible unit needs to operate, etc. Yeah, and it becomes crucial too for the investors. So any other aspects, Bhavis, which should be taken care of? So Pankaj, I would say the timeline to file the application so that the eligible unit does not miss out on those incentives. Each policy has its own set of timelines and procedures, and investors should file the applications to avail the incentives before the timelines defined in the policies and obviously reap the benefits which are available. Thanks, Bhavesh. Thanks a lot. And I'm sure our listeners will have good understanding of various state incentives policies of Gujarat, and they can even reach out to any one of us if they need any clarifications. And I would like to thank you for your valuable time and providing insightful thoughts to our listeners. Thanks to you also, Pankaj, for being a great host. Thanks. And with this, we come to an end of this episode. There are other episodes also in pipeline that will focus on other states and sector-specific policies. Please do let us know in case you want to hear about any specific topic. And thanks for listening. And this is Pankaj, your host, signing off. Mm-hmm.